So turn off your television sets, turn them off now, turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now, turn them off! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We're back again with another episode of uh, last week's episode. Um, we're on episode, is this four or five? It's gotta be five, right? Yeah, it's five. gotta be five. Do your yeah. job. Aren't you supposed sorry, to sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, we're on episode five. I have DeAndre here. Hey. We're yeah, trying to keep this, him alive, y'all. I try. And this episode title, I know it's like tearjerker, right? Tear or something. Oh my goodness. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that, this is what <laughs> I bring something. to the episode not knowing the title of the episode. So that's what you it is. It's your it's your thing. It's your thing. If you knew it, it would be weird, right? You're right. right. It's tear drinker. You were close. I'll give you tear drinker. I knew see, I, I was close. I was close. close. To hop into it, what do you think about the episode title? Like what what does that mean to you? Like before you even read the, I mean, watched the episode and then you just read the title. Like what jumped out about Tear Jerk? Tear, excuse me, Tear Drinker. I honestly just thought it was another alias for the grief uh, eater. So it's like he eats grief and then he drinks tears. Not the most balanced diet, but yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. That's what I thought about too. Um, All sorrow. So we get a weird start to this episode. You see a house. You see the words "child killer" scribbled outside. And then you see um, the house is boarded up and you see someone inside basically making the bed. And before that, we see someone like, wait, does that happen before or after where he's dead on the ground? Someone is dead on the ground with a rash on their neck. I think that's the beginning of the episode. That's like how it starts. They start us Mm. with with death. That's how it begins. And then we get the message that says, oh, three days earlier. Right, right, right. Right. And, um... Now we know that this is presumably the the younger um, Hofstetter brother. See, that was okay. That was my guess too, but it can't be right because the younger Hofstetter brother. Yeah, because we thought he was dead. So who is Unle- this guy? Well, unless no, he can't be a doppelganger because he's got the rash, and we've decided uh, he has the, the rash, rash. Right, the rashes can't be a doppelganger. So who is this dude? Yeah, because he he made the bed. That's what I'm stuck yeah. on. Is he just a friend, kind of like Jack is to Ralph? But no, that wouldn't make sense because no, Jack isn't a sense. friend to. He's not a friend to. Oh, he's Terry. definitely you not a. He's friend. definitely not a friend. <laughs> he's definitely not a. He's definitely not a friend. No. <laughs> I, I don't know who he is, but I thought the same thing. I was like, well, maybe it's the brother because, like you said, because it was in the house, and I re- I recognized that clock, the the cat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so that's the Hofstetter house. But then, like I said, I remember, I'm like, well, no, they said the brother overdosed, so this can't be him. Well, I think this was before I realized that they were the same person. Another thing, too, so we know that the rash on the neck signifies this person isn't a doppelganger, but they're basically under control of the um, the mushy face guy. Oh, cool. So, right, right, right. So The boogeyman. We'll say the boogeyman. And jumping, a, jumping ahead a bit, we do see not jumping ahead a bit like in this episode but in the um previews for episodes to come we do see people return from dead so it's very plausible that this is oh it could be the Hofstetter brother it could be because he i remember seeing him when they showed his face when he overdosed and i i'm with you i thought that was his face but you know i'm like well maybe i just misremembered it but i'm with you i i could remember you would think though that they would say well 
I take that back. The poli- the SWAT team wouldn't just be like, oh my gosh, it's the Hofstetter brother. Because I mean, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So maybe you're right. I mean, if we're we got people coming from the dead, which is strange. So does that is Jack dead then? No. Jack's alive. He's very much alive. Is he? Because remember, we saw the episode the first time we saw Jack. He was shooting, and then he got mad because he got a phone call because he had to go to work. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like after the incident, after the the first encounter, like what? Oh, you mean with the rash? Right. I don't. I don't know anything anymore, Ronnie. I don't know. Like, yeah. What is life? What What, what does is, all this mean? What does it mean? <laughs> what does any of it mean? I don't know. I don't know. It's got a lot going on. So yeah, we um this is another Holly um centric episode and once again I think it needs to be. Um so Holly still working the case and by the way, this bartender is is really is is really on it. Like she needs to seriously look into becoming a private eye herself. I Holly's was bartender. thinking the same thing, and not only a private eye, like they maybe should just be a team. Right. Like because <laughs> the way they team, work, yeah. Yeah, like the emu and Doug. They should be together. I think so. Um, so where this title ties in is um, the bartender is bouncing around ideas like, oh, um, maybe like now Holly's asking scenarios like if you were to do this, where would you go? What would you do? And they'd land on the cemetery because you would go visit your victims. You would go see people mourn over your victims and that would give you pleasure. So and all the tears to drink. And all the tears to drink tie in. But yeah, so that leaves Holly to the site of the the Hofstetter murders. Yes. Yes, this is this. where the girls were. Well, well right. excuse me, suicide, I should guess. I should say not exactly murder. Well, wait, wait, you mean when she went to... Okay, so when... Okay, good. Okay, now I'm lost. Was she... I think she was at the Williams girls site, not the suicide. Because that was days later, right? The suicide <laughs> was she was like stuck in traffic and that was because of the suicide. I think where she took the pictures was where Hofstetter's victim well, not Hofstetter's victims were. So I think Well, no, that took- would have been the Hofstetter site, right? Because that's where she bumped into the guy. Which guy? The, oh, the, guy, right. the guy who the episode start with, because because think because think about it, um, because right. we see him, we see him in front of the grave, and one grave is marked with the with the inmate number. So it has to be. So she's not at the murder site; she's at the cemetery where Hofstetter was buried. Right. But she went. She did go to his house. But did she <laughs> ever visit the site where the Williams girls' murder occurred, or where they found their bodies? Yeah, I don't think she visits that side. Okay, you're right. Okay, so the pictures she took were at the cemetery and then everything around the cemetery. Okay, that makes exactly. sense. Exactly, yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. Okay, okay, you're right. I had forgotten completely that she ran into that guy because he said, what did he say? He 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 got us both or something to that? Yeah, he was, like, he was like, he um, he said he got to Heath and he got me too. Or he, yeah, he no, he fucked, he fucked over Heath he and he fucked, fucked me over yeah. too. Yeah, and I remember that because I remember Holly was like, fuck two of them, what? Yeah, what, what? And um, yeah, the way she was taking pictures, I was like, Holly, just chill. 
leave that man alone for he come yeah. to eat your body or something yeah because it was like he's disturbed but it's but we were saying before she doesn't pick up very well on social cues the same not at all which makes sense i mean you know she's on a spectrum it's kind of one of the things that one of the major things about people on a spectrum they don't do well with social with social cues right no i guess no, not at all end of the spectrum you're on or whatever yeah yeah because um you definitely don't follow someone through a cemetery like snapping photos of them while you're asking them questions mm-hmm. that would make me that would make me snap like not inside of a cemetery like I, I could be anywhere and like in target and that would make me snap so yeah <laughs> let's not let's not do that in a cemetery holly that's very creepy let's be smarter holly but it i was thinking that too because it seems like she's not afraid of anything yeah that does work to her advantage yeah it i mean i guess that's how you get pepper spray though yeah, but at the same time, given what she's about to encounter, she doesn't need to have fear because, you know. Yeah, it's about to be. Yeah, because she does seem excited about it almost. Not not excited that these people were murdered, but with the idea of there being a doppelganger and you know how she was looking through the pictures of, mm. of El Cuco and the boogeyman and everything else you can think of, the grief eater, all these things. She, I mean, she just did that while she was having a nice relaxing bath. That's not... Right. Ne- never, never once was she like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna return you your money. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't do this. Y'all got this. Y'all got this. I believe in you. I think I can't do this it anymore. Yeah. I think <laughs> right. Let it go. No, she's like cool, and she's excited every time she calls Ralph with new information. So she's in it. So we. So I guess let's pivot to Andy in this episode because. <laughs> what, sweet, sweet Andy. <laughs> yeah, sweet, sweet Andy. Uh, so the the interaction um, was interesting. It, that's a good word for it, I guess. Inter- that's a good word. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good word. That's a good word. It was interesting. Yeah, patient man, that Andy. He is. He's um. He's also not very. He's what's the word before non-assuming? Because he's just kind of like you know. I was just trying to see if you wanted to come down. She's like, no, you can come up here. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Shoot, I I drink out the mini bar. <laughs> Shoot, a, a a drink is a drink, right? Did that did that surprise you? I don't. No, it didn't surprise me because once again, Holly not picking up on social cues. I don't think she really understood what that implies for most people. So yeah. And but. But I couldn't tell whether she did or didn't because I honestly thought that she was going to tell him that she wasn't interested because she seemed tired. Like she was just sitting there looking through the TV and when he called, she didn't have a reaction to seeing his name. It was just kind of like, how to get me. Yeah, like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, yeah, you can come up here. I ain't doing that. I'm like, okay, this is weird. But but again, maybe that's just how she reacts to almost anything. But I've seen her smile before, so I don't know. I don't recall her smiling. I'm sure she did, but I swear I don't remember her smiling. She, um, when they were at a, when they were at the restaurant. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, she was smiling. Then. Br- but I mean, it wasn't smile. like a lot. Yeah, it was just kind of like she. I think she, she gets excited when people, I guess, in a way, understand her on any level. That excites her, and so the fact wasn't... that Andy knew so much, I think she was excited about that. So. So it wasn't the smile that one would give Lena Waif when they look down the red carpet and see her. Right, please. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> please. All right, sorry. Please. Uh, 
please. So, so I brought up Andy because um, I, I love bringing up the awkward in- interactions between he and Holly, but also um, Top Flight Security of the World. My aunt, my man Andy, I think he the discovered world, something. Greg. Not just the city. Not just the city. Not the, the state. The entire world. So, um, so Holly, you know, leaves him a nice little note. I thought that was cute. You know, saying. You know, don't forget about me. You won't forget about you. I, I think something to the effect. It was so sweet. It said, "I will never forget you." So please don't. Or she said, "I think she said, I will always remember you." So don't forget me or something along. Yeah, those. yeah, I'm that's like, what I said. Oh, that's so precious in a sad way. Because yeah. Like I mean, you know, he got your number, girl. Y'all could see each other again. You could if you wanted to yeah, see each other good. again. But she was just kind of like, eh. okay, did you get the implication that they had sex or no? See, I was I was wondering that. I don't because I, I don't really. I guess it could go either way because if they didn't, I wouldn't be surprised. They may have just had some, you know, they may have just like laid there together or even in a separate some, bed. I don't know. Yeah, some light padding. I don't know. You know, <laughs> <laughs> one of the two. But it just it seemed that she she didn't want him to go because when he was you know trying to embrace her she was like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry but um i've got too much going on would you like to lie down and i'm like well now i'm confused girl like do you want to touch you or or do you not and it may be a situation where she has to initiate the um the 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 physical because that's what she did when they were leaving too like she kissed him yeah because Another thing, I if they didn't get, if they weren't intimate, like I like I thought that scene would have been clearer if like maybe you see Andy sleeping on top of the sheets or like even under the sheets on like one bed and then she's getting out of the other bed, but it looks like they were both in one bed. So right. to me, that implies that you know they were possibly intimate. Yeah, and even if they didn't have sex, they're still intimate. So we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, they were intimate on some level, which I guess is good because again, it it shows the complexity of Holly's character. Because, I mean, she's still, she's still very human. You know, she's not a robot. Yeah, yeah. So that I think that's cool. I think it's gonna be good to see how that how that interaction goes with her if she ever has to meet with the grief eater, tear drinker, El Cuco. Yeah, now that I think of it. And, Stay away and, from El Cuco. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I do it every time now and I can't help it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Every time. So, I- sorry, it, it was wide open for me. Like once, once they said El Cuco, I was like, I have to do this. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, I posted the last episode and I posted a meme of OT Genesis um, in love with the Coco. As he posted a picture of himself. I whatever, <sighs> but anyway, it's really scary. You need to ask the questions seriously. Find my out. F- my father has never been to California, but anyway, um, so <laughs> somebody, grandma, I need to ask the questions. Just saying, but go ahead. Are you are you done now? Mm-hmm. For now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get back to Andy. He discovers the um the piece of paper on the side of the table, and he and he looks at Holly's notes, and then um, we see him 
Like, I, I guess he's Googling dates. It looks like it because she has, and I meant to look closer because we remember we were trying to figure out how long it takes for the uh, for the doppelganger to fully take the form. Right. And it looked like it was like almost a month between Heath and Terry. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's it. I mean, it's like a like a month between murders. I'll say. Yeah, because um, last episode we spent a lot of time trying to break down the um the timeline or the i guess the progression was well, not it, in this case it's not really much a, pro- a progression a regression i guess of um the person um contacting or well, contracting excuse me for all intents and purposes we'll say this virus and then the murder happening so i think i think andy um continuing with Holly's notes. I think he may like crack like the pattern here, and I, I don't think we're we're quite done with Andy yet. I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if I saw Andy again. I like Andy. Yeah, I like Andy. I like and him it, a lot. He's very it's calm. Weird. He's patient. Yeah. It's weird because when I see this actor in, in most roles, like he's typically an asshole. So I was like, I wasn't used to seeing him, you know, be be a nice guy. He's got the face. He's, he's he's he definitely has he's the face. Got the, he's got the white privilege. I went to Stanford. Don't talk to me if you didn't go to Yale. Like he's got that face. Like you so know, like right. you, it's good to see that he's not that all the time. Like you know, like when you go in the grocery store and someone just standing in the middle of the aisle and you're like, I'm I'm are you not you're like, bro, I'm not gonna say excuse you because you know you're standing in the middle of the aisle. Like he has that face. He like if they got. If that oh, guy turned around, if that guy turns around, he would have Andy's face. But anyway. Andy's face. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm with it. I, I'm, I'm with you 100. I honestly, I honestly know exactly what you mean. I know that face, and that's the one. That's the one. So, so yeah, um, Jack um, is going through a lot in this episode. Ooh, Jack. So I meant to ask you, um, since we brought up Jack, Jack and Tamika, they're just close because they work together, right? There's not a I mean, is that what it is? Because she seems very, very, like, upset with him. Right. For being distant. And I'm assuming it just that they're just friends because of work. And she can feel him kind of pulling away. But it's it's hard for me, I guess, because I just I just see Jack as an asshole. Like, I can't see him being anybody's friend. Well, I will say this. Now, um, like, when he keeps saying... I've been going through a lot. Just leave it alone. It'll be better if you if you just left it alone. And um, she and she's like, "What is it, the alcoholism? Is it the divorce? Like, it seems yeah. like maybe prior to that they were really close, but now he's just an ass and he's like driving her away. So I, I do think there was there there possibly was like a friendship there in the past. Yeah, because it feels like legit concern, right? Like she's oh yeah, she's, she's legit like, concern, right? Do not do not push me away because I'm I need to know that you're okay. Even though she just freaking had a baby and got shot, she's worried about Jack. So they have to be friends. Yeah, and and even more so, like more than anybody else, she wanted Jack to come to the party. Like she was like, "Hey, you're gonna be there, right?" And she, everybody else was like, "Oh, just come to my party." But she went up to Jack personally and said, "You're gonna be there, right?" So yeah, like you you better be there. Like seriously, don't miss my baby party. And I'm like, oh, right. okay, mm-hmm. maybe he's like the Godfather or something. Because remember yeah. he was at the hospital. Oh yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. When she, when when Ralph got there, Jack was already in the in the room sitting 
in there chilling. So yeah, I guess I'm assuming he'd been there. So yeah, they're just friends. It's just like I said, it's just weird because I can't. He just seems like such a jerk. It's hard to believe he's anybody's friend. But I guess if it would be anybody, it would be Tamika because she's kind of badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. It is. always throws me off too that her name is Tamika. But me whatever. Too. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Did she name her baby like Jerome or something? Huh? Her baby's <laughs> name is like seriously, it's like Jerome or I don't remember the baby's name. I'm gonna find out the baby's name. I remember it and I'll say it next Al, Al Jero. That's the baby's name. The Al Jero. Anyway. Speaking of Tamika, that dream she had. We're assuming I'm assuming it was a dream. See, I don't think it was. I'm assuming it's a dream. It's because not. It's not. Remember it's not. Ralph um Ralph told Jeannie that she had a dream and that okay. was Okay, let's start. Let's actually start there first, and then we can talk about why I don't think this was a dream. Um, So, basically, to to go over what happens, um, Ralph's wife, excuse me, what's her name? (laughs) Jeannie. (laughs) Jeannie, you just mentioned that. Sorry, Jeannie. Jeannie is um is in the kitchen. She hears something um in the dining room. She steps out. She she drops the glass. She's so startled, she just walks over the glass because the man directs her to sit down. And much like um, the, the, the Maitland daughter, the man tells her, hey, you need to tell Ralph to stop. And he was like, uh, because he's going to die. Actually, no, I take that back. Both of you will die. And I then, mean, he said full out die this time. He didn't say something's bad is going to. He said die. Die. Yeah. Tell him to cut it out. Cause I feel like I feel like this man was like, okay, I issued one warning, so I'm not gonna tell you again. You need to stop. You know what though? You you mentioned her walking over that glass, and I hadn't thought about it until just now. It kind of almost felt like she was spellbound. Yes. You know, like he said, sit, and she walked right over there and sat down. She didn't. She, she straight, like you said, she walked through glass to do what it told her to do. That's creepy. It, it was creepy and um also why uh, i don't think it's a dream because obviously she well ralph goes to the to the room where um where they're now to see son um his room where she's sleeping and her her feet are bleeding right he's like you just walked in the glass and came in the room and went to sleep she's like i i guess so I'm like yeah genie oh no boo this is weird. So going back to Tamika, I I think that dream may have been a dream for her, but I, I do think it was like a warning planet in her head, or or maybe the events actually did happen. And I don't know, I don't know, but I do think because how how else would she have seen that guy? So you think it was a warning? It, it was it was it was a warning like damn why is she trying to stick me for my baby yeah damn. exactly <laughs> exactly because <laughs> think about it jack is now working for this guy and and mm-hmm. and the guy was and jack was telling tamika like hey drop this so i think that was her warning i mean jack was pleading with her like seriously right please 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 let it go let it go but did you speaking of jack did you notice him talking about the lamps did you not like the lamps can't do anything right and as soon as he got sassy it's like he the whoever he's working for had to remind him and then he was in pain again 
Yeah, he was, he was like, hey, bro, keep your voice down. Well, now. Let's relax. I know you. I know you're in the woods, but let's not let's not get testy now. Let's let's relax. Yes. So I wonder what the lamps are for, though. Still, I hope they say something about it. I hate when people just, they just have stuff in there. They don't tell them. I want to know why yeah. lamps specifically. Yeah, I still don't know. And 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 why didn't the why didn't the hooded man like the the feng shui of the of you know the, out, the outdoor shrine? Like he came he came back in. Yeah, he came back in and rearranged. Like how inconsiderate. Like I got all this stuff for you. <laughs> Jack is I like I did my best. Gosh, you didn't like the lamp. Why do you like? Well, won't you just tell me what you want? Then I've been asking you what you want. Okay, okay, my bad. You right. Yeah, my bad. I gotta go my bad, my bad. I gotta little, I'm gonna bring it down. I'm gonna bring it down. So yeah, I don't know. I I do know that I kid you not. Every time I see that strip club, I'm like, oh boy, this is this is sad. Where's strip club in America? This is sad. It's, it's... <laughs> it's seriously the worst. Like for real, I haven't the seen worst. it. Worst. Like, all right. So so going back to the strip club. Um, do you think he remembered when he was scratched, or what do you think that's about? I do. I I don't think it's of any consequence like he may it may have happened but you know I scratch myself all the time and then you know you don't realize it until you run water over it or put hand sanitizer on your head or something you're like dang when did I cut myself so it's not yes, that but... weird that he wouldn't remember but his behavior is kind of combative when being asked about it which is strange can, can I ask you a question though Yeah. when's the last time you were scratched by a shape-shifting demon though you know, it had to be in a past life because I don't think it was in this one. Okay, okay. So, so yeah, I, I think I stay away from it. <laughs> yes, I stay away. I stay away from nah, not going there. Mm-mm. No demons. But, we decided. We told y'all. No. But demons. yeah, I, I think I think he's just looking back on the interaction. He's remembering something that he thinks. Oh, this this is just a minor detail. Like it, it's nothing. But now he. I think he's like freaking out because like oh like what well if this is more and why do you keep asking me about it and why does it matter mm-hmm. I wonder though and, and this will be good because if they continue to watch Claude we I think that's how they're going to develop or maybe that's where we'll be able to see where the doppelganger is or where he comes from or where he whatever oh I know what I want to ask you were they implying that he looks like the one that uh, Jeannie drew. You had, perfect segue because I was actually going to get into that next. So yeah. so 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 thank you for that because um because all right so there's there's like two things happening in this show. There are there's the people there are the people who are starting to embrace that what we what we think is real or the limits of reality they know that that can be stretched and those people are holly and yoon and um there are people who are very much like cemented in the real world and that person is ralph because what 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 happens is genie draws ralph the sketch and she was like here and then she just walks out and then ralph opens the sketch and he sees the same face that the kid who stole the car drew Instead and that's of, what I was thinking. I'm like, is he seeing the the picture that that Merlin drew, or is he saying that it looks like? I'm only thinking that he said it looked like Claude because right after he looked at it, he had 
you do some investigative work on yeah Paul. yeah yeah and, and, the, and that's what that's what i'm getting at instead of his first reaction being like wait 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 genie you saw you saw this guy last night right his reaction was like nah it has to be somebody in town can't can you do some can, you know can you look into claws some more right it's like he's trying to dismiss it you think then yeah yeah i, uh, I do okay. think he's trying okay. to dismiss it right because he doesn't he what 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 were, what were his words i don't have the tolerance for, yeah, the for, unexplainable. The, for the unexplainable right yeah well i mean because you don't have tolerance for it baby yeah, and I'm glad I'm glad you dropped that dropped that line that you know, hey man, dreams are messages, and you need to you know you need to pay attention to what she's saying. Yeah, because that milk story was sad. Oh yeah, it was. It really was because he was like, "Should never be three. I'm like, "Oh no, no." But um, I'm with you. I th- I'm I'm glad you said it too because, like you said, it's kind of like him him just saying, "Hey, don't even if she was dreaming, don't dismiss it." Because whether she was awake for it to happen or whether she was actually dreaming, there is still something there that you need mm-hmm. to pay attention to. Man, this is oh gosh, I could not imagine this happening, like you know, in real life. You find so, with the literal devil or one of them. So, so question: When they take this news to um to to Grace Maitland. I mean, we briefly saw it in the tra- in the trailer for the upcoming episodes. How, how, if you were in her shoes, how would you react? Like, hey, we we think we know who who may have um who, who basically may have framed your husband. Oh, <laughs> it's, wait, it's the boogie man. Okay, so here's my thing about Glory. Um, she's she's so cynical at this point. Like, she's just like. It's almost like she's just existing. You know what I mean? So she's so sick of them that I think if they present her with information saying, oh, by the way, it was the boogeyman, she's probably going to be like, y'all, just just get this shit and get get it away from me. Just get the hell out of my house, please. Because she was already annoyed with uh, Jessa. I mean, you know, it's, it's, she was patient because it's her daughter, of course, but she was annoyed clearly because she's like, look, just ease the girl's mind so I can go on about my business. I got time for this. And if they come to her and say, oh, so remember when Jessa was telling you about the man? I can honestly see she's probably just going to do them just like she did that reporter and take all this stuff and throw it out the house and just be like, please leave my house. I don't have time for this. Because I'm, I'm thinking about my reaction to that. Like, okay, your, your spouse was framed for a murder like you're 100 percent sure he or she didn't do they're now dead as a result of the the town outrage your your family are treated you know as if they're lepers because of you at that part because of you Uh, because of you right and now (laughs) and now your your attorney his his private his private detectives say like hey the boogeyman is up behind all of this because you imagine like you said the setup you're, you're sitting there and they say we've got some news for you and you're excited because you're like oh, okay finally my, my my name will be good my husband's name will be fine he'll be exonerated everything will be fine and they're like it was the boogeyman yeah. i don't know how i react i no. would yeah i probably just roll my eyes and be like no seriously this is not i can't believe y'all came in here playing yeah don't play don't play like this this isn't funny what is going on and then they say no really the boogeyman 
there's nothing you can you can say to that. And even because Ralph, like that means that at some point Ralph has got to come to terms with the fact that this can be true, and he's the most he's he's the anti. This can't you know he's 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 not paranormal at all. He is anti paranormal. I don't know the word for that. He is not with it. And for him to at least get to the point where he's like, this can be a thing. I I just feel like Glory's gonna be like, you know what? Screw it. You've made a mess of it. You don't know how to fix it. And now you're just making stuff up. You could have at least tried. That's what I can see for her. I'm, see, I'm surprised she's even so... Like, she still talks to him as much as she does. Like, when he asked to take the pictures, I'm surprised she was just like, yeah, you know... What are you doing? Why are you out here? But I guess she wants him to be her name, his name to be clear bad enough that she's kind of going along with it. Right. I guess. See, I think I think for at least another episode or two, Ralph's role is going to be like he's still going to be the facts guy. Like, I think he's now going to acknowledge that the person Merlin saw and the person his wife saw are the same person, but he still doesn't believe. It's a boogeyman because there's a um there's also another scene in this um upcoming episodes preview where Yoon says like hey man you need to sh- basically rethink what you call reality or something like that like I don't know the exact quote but Yoon is telling him like hey basically what the the limits of reality you need to stretch them a bit yeah because it seems like like you said it seems like Yoon is is oh it seems like Ralph is maybe the only one who isn't willing to to entertain it mm-hmm. because even Howie was and I know Alec was because he's the one that brought Holly on from the beginning and then Yoon has like you know he has the milk story so I believe he just believes anyway right you know so it's not gonna be hard for him I don't know I don't know oh hey speaking of that gravesite what'd you think about the um the marker had somebody defaced it or something terry yeah marker, the temporary yeah. it was something yeah, on yeah. it okay because yeah. i know she told him it was i just saw her look i saw the name and i didn't realize i didn't see what they had done to it but when she asked was it in she said no i'm like oh, okay it must have been something on it but i didn't go back to look you're right they just won't stop yeah they won't and it's it's ralph's fault yeah, it, it, it's all Ralph's fault. So um, I hope he gets his redemption by the way of, of clearing um, Terry Maitland because I, I honestly think his fate is sealed now. I don't think Ralph makes it out of this. I, oh, gosh, I'm with you because I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, okay, I hadn't considered that everybody was going to die until last episode when you said, of course. <laughs> but I'm like, if anybody Everybody going to die. <laughs> probably like if anybody dies it's gonna be Ralph I'm, I think I think Ralph's gonna die like I honestly truly believe it's gonna be Ralph yeah cause Ralph is going up against a force he he doesn't understand and because he doesn't and he does understand it because he doesn't believe in it so he he's he's unwilling to even accept it so so yeah I mean I think Ralph's fate is sealed I'll, I'll be pretty pissed if they if, if the, the boogeyman kills his wife too I wouldn't be surprised if he did though you know because yeah. again yeah. grief eater tear drinker and their son there he's it seems like he's already he could already feed off their grief because they're still mourning their son so he could feed off that but 
if the way I see it, if, if it's how I think it, he is, he's probably going to kill, um, if he kills them both, he'll kill Jeannie first. So Ralph will have to deal with that grief. And then he'll kill Ralph. And see, okay, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think the grief eater is, is like gluttonous with the grief eating because we're starting to see a bit of a divide already because um genie didn't make a big deal of it but what ralph did and, and by the way i'm not married but what ralph did is 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 something in in that's a no-no in in the husband handbook like oh that 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 didn't happen it, it happened because of this you're fine oh buddy yes yes and he's just like no no i'm telling you it was a dream she's like ralph it wasn't a dream yes it was like bro <laughs> And, and then and then to to, Ooh, to make it and then to make it worse he he was like maybe it's your meds maybe you're you're not remember remember when he died and they had you on that um that such and such you know because you sleepwalk she's like but that was before no you still sleepwalk i just hadn't told you yeah boy oh yeah you're right yeah he was so, so understanding he really was he so really so was. so the divide is happening now and i feel like the divide yeah, that's happening like, now yeah, I feel like the divide that happen, happening now is is almost organic. Like it's happening without any paranormal interference. So when it actually happens, and and they they are drift, they have to drift apart. It's, it's going to be pretty bad. So I don't know. It's but yeah, I can see something happening with with their relationship too. Like okay, maybe Ralph survives, but what happens after this like is so terrible that there's no way they can ever be together. Or I don't know, but. I don't see I don't see a happy a happy outlook for Ralph. I feel like um you're right, especially when it comes to their relationship, because it almost feels like like when Ralph was saying they had that time when they almost didn't make it, mm-hmm. it feels like maybe they didn't necessarily overcome whatever it was they were going through. Ralph just stopped drinking. And right. so they just kind of settled back into into pleasantries with each other. So they never really dealt with the grief. They just kind of, like I said, Ralph stopped drinking. So he felt like that was enough. And then if she did go on meds and get whatever she needed, maybe she dealt with it in a way. But he he just decided, all right, let me stop drinking and let me support her. And that's what kept them together. But he's never fully gotten over because I mean you don't get over it. But he's never fully dealt with his grief. He just kind of dismissed it. So like you said, this may be it may be coming back around. And if he doesn't deal with it, then like you said, that's just going to be it for them. Yeah, because okay, so there was a, a tiny clue in this well, well yeah, in this episode that lets me know that maybe they haven't fully rehabbed their relationship the wife comes in and she's like you know what i'm kind of not out for it today let's just order takeout and then i think about a uh, a few episodes back when they're having takeout so i'm thinking like they're they're just living there's no real relationship they're just there and i feel like that happens like that little minor detail i feel like that happens a lot where you know what i don't even have the effort to even make a meal for you tonight i'm just gonna let's just order takeout and let me know when it's ready but did you notice that 
that when she was going through that, she was over there like she was going through it, mm-hmm. right? Like she was having a depressive episode right then. And Ralph did not turn his ass around to even look at her. He stayed right at that computer doing what he was doing. Right. And then he went in there and told her the food was ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the food's here. And he kind of just sat there. And, and that that's when he had the flashback of them, you know, having their thing or whatever. Right. When they were um when they were talking about the children. But did you notice she was like, he was mine. He was mine. She was like, you weren't here. He was mine. I'm like, well, damn. So wow. it seems like they were distant even before he died. Mm-hmm. You know, so most of the time um and it's kind of like you know i guess with most relationships a lot of people break you know a lot of people break up when their kids leave the house because they don't know each other anymore like they've revolved their life around a child right and it seems like that would have been the course for them but i'm thinking that maybe he was worried about her so he stopped drinking and and devoted his time to her but not really because like i said when she was going through whatever it was after she, you know, had the the situation at work, he was just in. I mean, he was just in his computer, and she was talking. I can't deal with it. I can't. I'm gonna go lay down. He didn't say okay. He didn't say, you know, I bring you a glass of water. He was just in his computer, and he may have stopped to. It's clear he heard what he said, what she said, because he ordered the food. But I'm like, well, damn, Ralph, like she is, go do something. Yeah. So R- Ralph was shooting bad this episode. He was. He was, but you know too. And I was, I was thinking about it. Um, he, I don't know if he was. It didn't, it didn't make it seem like he was an alcoholic. It seemed like they were had him drinking to cope. Um, and I, I think there's a difference. So I don't think that he has a situation where he has to be um, sober. He's fine with drinking. But I've noticed that. Have you noticed that he's been drinking more since he's been on this case? even if it was just to make Holly comfortable or whatever else. It just seems like... Oh, yeah, because when she walks in, he's having a drink. Right. And yeah, then, yeah, nice catch. Yeah, And yeah. then at Tamika's baby's party, he kept saying, what What are you drinking? And Jack was like, ginger ale. He's like, yeah, what else? And ginger ale. He's like, well, do you want something else? I'm like, Ralph, what's, <laughs> what's, ha- what's happening? Because I go out and pop my trunk right like, now. You know what I'm I we can make it happen. <laughs> we can do some things if that's what you want. I'm like, it's a baby party, Ralph. Like, you don't, you don't really have to be drinking right now. But I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I think that the the case, of course, is bringing it, is making it worse. Because even if he thought he was over it, the fact that there have, has been another child that he knew that was murdered by Terry is making is making him realize that he's not even close to being over his son. Or even mm-hmm. close to dealing with his son, because I don't, like I said, I don't think he dealt with it at all. I think he just survived, like he's just living, like you said. Yeah, and I, he's not at work, and they, they, he's got to take off, so he's got plenty of time to just sit around. So I don't know if that's helping him either. Probably nah, not. No, it's definitely not helpful. Yeah, well, you gotta do something. But yeah, do you have any closing remarks? Um. Uh, I would like to to see um, if we're right about if that is the Hofstetter brother. Um, that rash is weird. But see, his rash was bad. So I'm thinking 
maybe he didn't do what the thing told him to do because Jax was gone. Jack did what he was supposed to do, or he I guess he did. He shot the book and brought the lamps and all that stuff. But it seemed like at the end of last week's episode, his rash was gone. This dude, the one that was murdered, he yeah. still had a very prevalent rash on his neck once he was murdered by, well, you know, suicide by cop. So I'm wondering if he just didn't didn't do what he was supposed to do, or he just got sassy with the grief eater or something. I don't or maybe know. the grief eater is racist. I don't know. Maybe he's racist. Yeah. Maybe. Giving I still us, want to know what it was. Giving us dark and, rashes during Black History Month. <laughs> and I guess it's maybe only one doppelganger at a time. That's what That's I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he could have control over multiple people at a time, but he can only take the face of one person at a time. Because he's on, he's one being. The faceless hoodie person is a act. It's a physical person. Well, it's a physical thing. It appears. Right. So it's not like like we keep saying falling, but it's not like that where he touches you and then you become whoever it is. This person is just taking on your features, but you're separate entities. Right. Right. And Jack, I don't know. I think I think what I'm most excited about, or what I'm most curious about, is like you said, what is the motive? Like, I get that I'm 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 okay with um with going with that this is El Cuco, you know, that this is this is one of the many devils in doppelganger human flesh whatever form that's taken over. So I get that, but I still wanna know why children, why um the whole family well I guess they kinda explain that though, because he likes grief. But yeah, I was, I was, I was about to say I was about to say it's actually more frightening if there there is no motive. Like this is just randomized chaos, and and he just and well, it just does it because it can. I wonder. I do want to know what happens with Maria because I like the whole contrast between her being strong in her faith and knowing what's happening versus Heath and Terry who were totally confused. Like, you know, Heath was just like, "Crap, I'm I'm gonna die. I'm just gonna kill myself." And Terry being murdered, so n- neither of them knew. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have mm-hmm. that faith that Maria has. And I'm curious to see how they're gonna contrast those two. And you know what else makes me was was so weird to me? It's just crazy that I understand that you see what you see, but the fact that there are two conflicting reports and there is video of Maria somewhere else, they still convict. I mean, they still got her for the murder. Well, that actually doesn't actually doesn't shock me that much because like I just think about how most DAs are. They want the slam dunk case, so they probably yeah. just like, okay, we have we have the fingerprints. Let's roll with this. Let's not even bring the other stuff into like discovery and or whatever. Or into, uh, no, enter it as evidence. You know, we gonna roll with this. Yeah, because you're right. They're most they're more interested in closing the case than legit justice. Right. Yeah, which is sad. Um. Let's see. Of course, I want to know what happens with Gloria and the kids because the the family usually what usually happens the family of the murderer usually commits suicide. Right? Well, they usually die because the brother his mother committed suicide and his brother overdosed. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to see what what's going to happen with Gloria and the daughters or. Or maybe Jessa just, maybe she's just stronger than he thought because remember she was saying he was just saying mean stuff to her. 
yeah, trying to yeah, scare she, her. She, she wasn't faced. And yeah, she just didn't care. She was like, he just made me angry. So maybe that's what he did. Like maybe the grief eater went to visit the mother and the brother and then made them do whatever, or at least the brother, because the mother, I mean, she didn't need the grief eater. The damn police officer, you know, was enough to, to throw her off with those underwear. Mm-hmm. Like she saw that and then she left. So, but he very well could have visited the brother. And if that's the brother who made the bed and resurrected from the dead, that is going to be the craziest thing ever. Because I'm like, look, dude, we got enough going on. This is too much. Yeah, I didn't know we were getting into like the Lazarus effect either. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Have you seen it? Have you seen that movie? It's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, no, I haven't. It, it, oh, it's so it, it looks bad. pretty trash. I stayed away from it it's bad it is so bad but it makes sense because the whole point is Lazarus the Lazarus effect is that they die but they come back evil kind of like Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. it's like that so they die but when they're when they come back they're they're no longer themselves they're they're the evil version of themselves so that could work and it's Stephen King so that works Pet Cemetery. yeah you see what he did to Gage oh Gage yeah okay so yeah, that that's all I have. I'm just, I think the preview set up, like you said, they've they've shown that it's going to be quite a bit happening with the remaining five episodes. So I think they got time to wrap it up. They're doing good, like without any filler. It looks like all of the stuff they give us in the episode is. Yeah, um, I've been, I've been I, I will say this. I've been really enjoying the pacing of this show. Yeah, I thought it was going to be so slow. I really did. I thought it was going to be really really slow. And there's gonna be a whole lot of character development, and you get pieces and pieces, but only the smallest little piece all through. But nah, it's giving us quite a bit, and I'm I'm happy about it. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. I hope we see Andy again, though. Yeah, I hope we see Andy again. So, um, until next time. Stay away from the cocoa. Yeah, and um, and and yeah, please, please rejoin us, Andy. We 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 miss you. And go to thekidswearcrowns.com as usual and buy the merch. You look good in it. You look so good in a t-shirt. Like, I put on a hoodie and I stepped outside and it was a dreary and gray day and all of a sudden the, the, the sun just started shining and the birds started chirping and like the, that's the effect that you would have if you put on one of these hoodies. Like, everyone would be like, oh, you're looking great today, sir. Like, and you want that, right? So, so it's just by a hoodie. Drip, drip. Came through dripping. In a hoodie. Like, seriously, it's just a hoodie. And it's just so much that it can do for you. Trust us. We wouldn't lie. KWC is expanding. So, you know, please <laughs> just stick with us. Stick with us. F with the vision. We appreciate the support. And until next time, we bid you adieu. Peace. Peace. Peace.